Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the 27th day of February. We are winding down this month and we're doing it together. There's no place better to be than in this amazing community of believers walking through the Word together. We do that here in chronological order. We're continuing today in the book of Numbers, chapters 8, 9, and 10. And this week we're in the new international version. Numbers chapter 8. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and say to him, When you set up the lamps, see that all seven light up the area in front of the lampstand. Aaron did so. He set up the lamps so that they faced forward on the lampstand, just as the Lord commanded Moses. This is how the lampstand was made. It was made of hammered gold from its base to its blossoms. The lampstand was made exactly like the pattern the Lord had shown Moses. The Lord said to Moses, Take the Levites from among all the Israelites and make them ceremonially clean. To purify them, do this. Sprinkle the water of cleansing on them. Then have them shave their whole bodies and wash their clothes. And so they will purify themselves. Have them take a young bull with its grain offering of the finest flour mixed with olive oil. Then you are to take a second young bull for a sin offering. Bring the Levites to the front of the tent of meeting and assemble the whole Israelite community. You are to bring the Levites before the Lord, and the Israelites are to lay their hands on them. Aaron is to present the Levites before the Lord as a wave offering from the Israelites, so that they may be ready to do the work of the Lord. Then the Levites are to lay their hands on the heads of the bulls, using one for a sin offering to the Lord and the other for a burnt offering, to make atonement for the Levites. Have the Levites stand in front of Aaron and his sons, and then present them as a wave offering to the Lord. In this way you are to set the Levites apart from the other Israelites, and the Levites will be mine. After you have purified the Levites and presented them as a wave offering, they are to come to do their work at the tent of meeting. They are the Israelites who are to be given holy to me. I have taken them as my own in place of the firstborn, the first male offspring from every Israelite woman. Every firstborn male in Israel, whether human or animal, is mine. When I struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, I set them apart for myself. And I have taken the Levites in place of all the firstborn sons in Israel. From among all the Israelites, I have given the Levites as gifts to Aaron and his sons to do the work at the tent of meeting on behalf of the Israelites and to make atonement for them so that no plague will strike the Israelites when they go near the sanctuary. Moses, Aaron, and the whole Israelite community did with the Levites just as the Lord commanded Moses. The Levites purified themselves and washed their clothes. Then Aaron presented them as a wave offering before the Lord and made atonement for them to purify them. After that, the Levites came to do their work at the tent of meeting under the supervision of Aaron and his sons. They did with the Levites just as the Lord commanded Moses. The Lord said to Moses, This applies to the Levites. Men twenty-five years old or more shall come to take part in the work at the tent of meeting, but at the age of fifty they must retire from their regular service and work no longer. They may assist their brothers in performing their duties at the tent of meeting, 
but they themselves must not do the work. This, then, is how you are to assign the responsibilities of the Levites. The Lord spoke to Moses in the desert of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they came out of Egypt. He said, Have the Israelites celebrate the Passover at the appointed time. Celebrate it at the appointed time at twilight on the fourteenth day of this month in accordance with all its rules and regulations. So Moses told the Israelites to celebrate the Passover, and they did so in the desert of Sinai at twilight on the fourteenth day of the first month. The Israelites did everything just as the Lord commanded Moses, but some of them could not celebrate the Passover on that day because they were ceremonially unclean on account of a dead body. So they came to Moses and Aaron the same day and said to Moses, We have become unclean because of a dead body, but why should we be kept from presenting the Lord's offering with the other Israelites at the appointed time? Moses answered them, Wait until I find out what the Lord commands concerning you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, When any of you or your descendants are unclean because of a dead body or are away on a journey, they are still to celebrate the Lord's Passover, but they are to do it on the fourteenth day of the second month at twilight. They are to eat the lamb together with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They must not leave any of it till morning or break any of its bones. When they celebrate the Passover, they must follow all the regulations. But if anyone who is ceremonially clean and not on a journey fails to celebrate the Passover, they must be cut off from their people for not presenting the Lord's offering at the appointed time. They will bear the consequences of their sin. A foreigner residing among you is also to celebrate the Lord's Passover in accordance with its rules and regulations. You must have the same regulations for both a foreigner and the native-born. On the day the tabernacle, the tent of the covenant law, was set up, the cloud covered it. From evening till morning, the cloud above the tabernacle looked like fire. That is how it continued to be. The cloud covered it, and at night it looked like fire. Whenever the cloud lifted from above the tent, the Israelites set out. Wherever the cloud settled, the Israelites encamped. At the Lord's command, the Israelites set out, and at His command, they encamped. As long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle, they remained in camp. When the cloud remained over the tabernacle a long time, the Israelites obeyed the Lord's order and did not set out. Sometimes the cloud was over the tabernacle only a few days. At the Lord's command, they would encamp, and then at His command, they would set out. Sometimes the cloud stayed only from evening till morning, and when it lifted in the morning, they set out. Whether by day or by night, whenever the cloud lifted, they set out. Whether the cloud stayed over the tabernacle for two days or a month or a year, the Israelites would remain in camp and not set out. But when it lifted, they would set out. At the Lord's command, they encamped, and at the Lord's command, they set out. They obeyed the Lord's order in accordance with His command through Moses. The Lord said to Moses, Make two trumpets of hammered silver and use them for calling the community together and for having the camps set out. When both are sounded, the whole community is to assemble before you at the entrance to the tent of meeting. If only one is sounded, the leaders, the heads of the clans of Israel, 
are to assemble before you. When a trumpet blast is sounded, the tribes camping on the east are to set out. At the sounding of a second blast, the camps on the south are to set out. The blast will be the signal for setting out. To gather the assembly, blow the trumpets, but not with the signals for setting out. The sons of Aaron, the priests, are to blow the trumpets. This is to be a lasting ordinance for you and the generations to come. When you go into battle in your own land against an enemy who is oppressing you, sound a blast on the trumpets. Then you will be remembered by the Lord your God and rescued from your enemies. Also at your times of rejoicing, your appointed festivals and new moon feasts, you are to sound the trumpets over your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, and they will be a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. On the twentieth day of the second month of the second year, the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle of the covenant law. Then the Israelites set out from the desert of Sinai and traveled from place to place until the cloud came to rest in the desert of Paran. They set out this first time at the Lord's command through Moses. The divisions of the camp of Judah went first under their standard. Nashon, son of Amminadab, was in command. Nathanael, son of Zor, was over the division of the tribe of Issachar. And Eliab, son of Halan, was over the division of the tribe of Zebulun. Then the tabernacle was taken down, and the Gershonites and Merarites who carried it set out. The divisions of the camp of Reuben went next under their standard. Elizer, son of Shadur, was in command. Shelemuel, son of Zerashaddai, was over the division of the tribe of Simeon. And Eliasaph, son of Duel, was over the division of the tribe of Gad. Then the Kohathites set out, carrying the holy things. The tabernacle was to be set up before they arrived. The divisions of the camp of Ephraim went next under their standard. Elishama, son of Emahud, was in command. Gamaliel, son of Pedazur, was over the division of the tribe of Manasseh. And Abidan, son of Gideonai, was over the division of the tribe of Benjamin. Finally, as the rear guard for all the units, the divisions of the camp of Dan set out under their standard. Ahizer, son of Amishadai, was in command. Pegiel, son of Okran, was over the division of the tribe of Asher. And Ahira, son of Enan, was over the division of the tribe of Naphtali. This was the order of march for the Israelite divisions as they set out. Now Moses said to Hobab, son of Rule, the Midianite, Moses' father-in-law, We are setting out for the place about which the Lord said, I will give it to you. Come with us, and we will treat you well, for the Lord has promised good things to Israel. He answered, No, I will not go. I am going back to my own land and my own people. But Moses said, Please do not leave us. You know where we should camp in the wilderness, and you can be our eyes. If you come with us, we will share with you whatever good things the Lord gives us. So they set out from the mountain of the Lord and traveled for three days. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord went before them during those three days to find them a place to rest. The cloud of the Lord was over them by day when they set out from the camp. Whenever the Ark set out, Moses said, Rise up, Lord. May your enemies be scattered. May your foes flee from you. Whenever it came to rest, he said, Return, Lord, to the countless thousands 
of Israel. As we go through the Bible in chronological order, we can notice that we can turn the page, and as we turn the page, literally years and generations can pass by in one single story. But where we are now, uh, it's important to realize that where we are just today, the Israelites have celebrated one year free from slavery from when God delivered them from Egypt. I suppose that's true in the story of our own lives where seasons seem to drag out. We never thought the hope or possibility of change could come and other seasons flew by far beyond the time that we were ready for it to be over. So as we notice today, the Israelites celebrate the first Passover of their freedom, of their deliverance from slavery in Egypt. And if you remember the account, it's where the sacrificial blood was spread over the doorposts and the Israelite people literally fled in the middle of the night. So we have the very first celebration anniversary of Passover. And it's important maybe to recognize that many people still today still observe, celebrate, practice, whatever word fits into your vocabulary, Passover. And then where we leave off today, the children of Israel are setting out to leave the place where so much has been established through Moses by God to the people. So as we pause there today, they're leaving and we'll see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> so Jesus, we thank you for this place and this time and this space to meet together individually, collectively, and in this beautiful community to meet in your word, to gather together, to hear different things, to have it hit us all different ways because we are so different. And that is the intention of who you are. Otherwise, you would have made us all the same. And although we carry similar experiences and similar attributes in our own stories, in our lives, we are so vastly different. And we can all come to you, not despite our differences, but in our differences and worship the one true God. We thank you for that today. As we pause here today and meditate on the things that we've read, I pray that you would deepen within us those things that you wish to sink to the bottom and we make the necessary changes to be people worthy of carrying the name of Jesus Christ. And we pray this all now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible, that is home base. You can check it out if you have not. That is the website. You can take a look around. There's a store. There is a community. If you need prayer, you can go straight there and hit the prayer wall. If you would like to remain anonymous, that is a way for you to do so. There's a beautiful community of people right at your fingertips, ready and willing to make sure that you do not walk alone in this global campfire. 
If you'd like to partner with us here at Daily Audio Bible, thank you so much to each and every one of you for each and every partnership. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174, or utilizing that mobile app, hit the give icon over the top right hand corner. And lastly, look for the give icon on the website. If perfect timing, if you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in several different ways for you to do so, 800-583-2164. That is the number for chronological. Or once again, utilizing the app, hit the red circle button up at the top right hand corner. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn the wheel over to chronological and it will get to the right place. That's it for me today. We'll turn the page together tomorrow and I look forward to it. Until then, I'm Jill. Love one another. This is Behold a Son in California. This message is for Kingdom Seeker Daniel and his son D2. Brother, I just heard your uh, lament over your son um, and it took me back. I got two boys. Uh, it took me back to when we were young and on the basketball court having fun, messing around, you know. And um, and then life happens, you know? And uh, I wasn't there for a lot of the time. I was broken, I was empty, I was lost. I was just, you know, about to give up at my, at my lowest point. And, and the Lord revealed himself to me and, and I surrendered my life to him. He began to change me and, and, and heal me and restore me. And um, so now the, my boys are older, 18 and 20. You know, my 18 year old, he don't wanna speak to me. He doesn't want me around and we just found out that he has heart issues and he's going to need heart surgery to repair the heart valves or to put a mechanical heart valve so he doesn't want me there he doesn't want me involved and and um, you know it hurts and now that i have the love of christ the life of christ i want to share with him and he doesn't want that but i feel you brother i pray for you i pray for d2 uh, i trust in god our father you know, he, he saved us and, and it was a process and I trust that he's going to do that for, for them, for our boys. He's a good, good father and it's not us, it's him. He's the one that draws us. He's the one that saves us. We got to go through what we got to go through. They're on their own journey. I just pray that we can be there for them or that he would send others in their path that would bless them and speak life to them, pray for them, pray over them and just love them with the love of God. So thank you, brother. Uh, this is Behold a Son in California. Greetings, DABC listeners. This is Duncan the Piano Man in Fredericksburg, Texas. I, uh, it's been a while since I have been on. Uh, I listened to the request today, and I'm thinking of the lady whose husband moved out on her. 35 years of marriage, that's tough. My dear Sharon and I were married 43 years before the Lord took her home. Let me pray for this gal and also uh, for the uh, family in South Dakota. Lord Jesus Christ, take care of these people who've requested prayer. I'm thinking of the family in South Dakota who lost the grand folks and uh, some of the kids in that explosion and who have a five-year-old who's been diagnosed with brain cancer. Take care of them, Jesus. Take care of them real good. Minister to their needs. And Lord, I'd also comfort them, Lord. And for the lady whose marriage ended after 35 years, God, that, that 
that's so awful. Father, I, I just pray that you would soften that husband's heart. Uh, maybe be the hound of heaven, chase him down, nip him on the heels and kick his you-know-what and bring him back to you and bring him back to his wife. Let him repent and see the wrong he's done after such a, a marriage of 35 years and uh, that the family would come around. Lord Jesus, I bring all of these to you. And I bring my own brother, Bill, in, in the D.C. area who's suffering with myasthenia gravis and will soon be moved to a care facility, care facility with a ventilator. And I, he doesn't know you, Lord Jesus. Bring him to yourself. Thank you for hearing my prayer. The time is almost gone. We love you, Jesus. I love you. Amen. God bless you all. Hi, guys. It's Kate calling in. Um, I heard the woman who's going by Luke 145 call in about her endometriosis and this prolonged bleeding since October 23rd. And Father, I just want to lift this dear sister up before you. Literally, the woman with the bleeding issue uh, comes to my mind. And what a tear-jerking, in a good way, story that is to me. And I just beg you, Father, to make the paths straight and provide treatment or healing supernaturally for this dear sister. I, I pray that her primary care doctor would be on the ball with um, iron levels and things like that. And I just pray for amazing, rejuvenating rest for her when she is not having to work or do all the other things that we all have to do. But when she sleeps, would you give her divine rest to where she wakes up in the morning with the energy needed to carry on with this extreme burden? So I thank you, Father, that you see and you hear and you know and you will act. Give us patience and Bring her to mind for all of us to keep praying for her. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hey, Brett. This is In the Vine from Indiana. I'm calling in to let you know that... Actually, I'm not calling in to let you know anything. I'm calling to encourage you, man. Um, I hear that you are going through some uh, emotional patterns that maybe are sticking you in situations you may not want to be in. Um, I pray for you, son of God, that uh, you pick up the full armor of God. You put on the helmet of salvation. I'll do it with you. Let's put on the. I put on the full helmet of salvation. I put on. I put on the helmet of salvation. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. I put on the belt of truth. I put on the shoes that come with the readiness that come from the gospel of peace. In my left hand, I take up the shield of faith. And in the right hand, I take up the sword of the spirit, choosing to be strong in the Lord and to use, not use, but to utilize the Lord's mind that he gives us. You know, we have the mind of Christ that you might receive the full armor of God, that you might receive the spiritual blessings that come from the Father of lights, as your mother has already said. Um, and he might be a blessed, he might be blessed and be a blessing to those around you. I hear you, man, and I care about you. Take care. I love you, DABC, and I will see you in a little bit. 
Bye.